Podcast. Jared Atkins sitting with uh, Brother John McEwen, Bethlehem Lodge 574 under Grand Lodge of Indiana jurisdiction. How you doing, buddy? Oh, I'm doing great. Uh, just been down here studying for our upcoming Master Mason degree and uh, looking forward to that and bringing Brother Brother Ian on up to the sublime degree of Master Mason. You just took your third degree uh, about six weeks ago? Yeah, I took it uh, July uh, 30th. Uh, it was a Saturday morning. Had a really good crowd, and I was excited. My brother uh, got to raise me. Uh, he's a mason down in Alabama, so uh, very special day for the both of us. Um, he got more emotional than I thought he would. but He did. I talked to him outside quite a bit. Uh, so the purpose of this podcast is uh, me and a brother from this lodge who's couldn't stay to podcast with us tonight. We've been talking about a Masonic podcast for a while now. We recorded our first two episodes in January. We still hadn't picked a name. We hadn't picked a podcast host. And I accidentally deleted them, and then he got busy with his daughter's summer school activities, and we're ready to start again. And he wanted to record tonight after lodge practice, and then he realized he had to go home because he had to make supper. So Brother John's like, I'll do one. So... I absolutely have no format, no idea of what we're going to talk about. We still haven't picked a name yet. That'll all be determined here by the time this is uploaded. But uh, I guess we'll just talk about Freemasonry. And John, how did you? Uh, what made you want to get into Masonry? Um, well, brother, I uh, have some family that was in it. My brother, obviously, he was in it. But I have an uncle. Uh, he was actually a thirty-third degree Mason. Uh, down in Kentucky. Uh, God Scottish right. Now, God rest his soul. He's passed on. He's laid down his working tools. Um, but my brother had joined it, and once he obtained the Master Mason, he's like, man, I, I really want to tell you about this organization I joined. And he said, I joined the Masons. And uh, I said, well, you know, I've been interested in it. And I said, I had a chance when I was younger, and I didn't do it. Uh, till this date, probably the biggest mistake of my life. Uh, but I was young and dumb and thought I knew everything. So um, really just being able to share some things with my brother was uh, was a big thing. And uh, I guess as you further get into the brotherhood, you realize uh, how much it really means to you, um, knowing that you have all these men that you could call you know, on if you're having a tough time or you know, just need that support, you know, a brother's there. And, uh, right. I didn't know all that going in, but I'm glad that I did. And uh, I'm definitely appreciative of our friendship. Um, you were my mentor and it meant a lot to me. Uh, it was a, it was a, it was a great joy. I enjoyed working with you and helping you. And, uh, 
we didn't get to attend many degrees during your first part, but after you become a fellow craft, we certainly got to travel a lot more together. Uh, but it, it meant a lot to me to, uh, to be able to, to help you in that, you know, they could have picked anybody. They could have signed you anybody in this room. I still joke that they assigned me because I was five minutes away from you where we live, but, uh, it was, I enjoyed it. And, uh, and now you, you've went to night shift, so we don't get a, to see you much. Unfortunately, that sucks. So, yeah. And I remember, uh, when the night shift opportunity came about, uh, it still bums me out, you know, because I, I get the emails now, and I was like, man, I just wish I wasn't working tonight, you know, so I could go help with this degree, you know, and because um, I actually got to help with my first one. Uh, Brother Phil and Brother Ron had called me and asked me to go to Winslow Lodge, said they needed some help, and um, on the way up, I was expecting just to do the memory lecture. Right. And... Uh, it was still pretty fresh in my mind, but then I get there and the, the master of the lodge is like, I need you to be senior deacon tonight. And I was like, <laughs> or not senior deacon, uh, senior steward. Sorry. Sorry. And I was like, well, somebody's going to have to go teach me this part because I know there's some talking. There's not a whole lot. And uh, so we actually put on a pretty good degree. It was actually Brother Ron, Brother Phil, and myself. We did most of the degree. Their, their senior deacon did the first part, but Brother Phil did the, the second part because he did the stair lecture Metal chamber lecture uh so um there's a lot of good masons in the state of indiana i've met i've met hundreds of them in 15 years but uh there ain't many of them out there like brother philip and uh the stair lectures just baffles me he's 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 definitely a ritualist for sure he is and the uh, the gentleman that called me so i had submitted my application online uh, to become a mason because the first thing you get to become a mason you got to ask a mason right to be that, one ask one yeah so that's that's your first step and uh i had a choice of three lodges uh, i had this one bethlehem lodge i had dubois lodge and Honeyburger wine lodge and uh how was like you know i was like well i'm probably closest to Huntingburg and bird's eye i said bird's eye would be second closest but uh and he was like, I'm going to tell you what. He said, Brother Phil Atkins over there, he's a great ritualist. And he said, it's kind of a smaller lodge, and they haven't had a whole lot of petitions. And he said, I think you'd be a great fit over there. And uh, I'm glad. Uh, I'm sure I would have crossed paths with him already. But um, We are lucky to have you. You were working your way towards a rookie award for this year, I promise. It seems to be that way. You know, in Dubois County here in southern Indiana, all petitions go through Jasper first, it seems like, or Huntingburg. And this is not a knock on either of the other two lodges in Dubois County. They're just bigger. Bird's eyes kind of forgotten about. So when we get a petition, it's nice. And uh, we are very lucky to have you because of what you've contributed. This guy was an editor apprentice coming to monthly meetings opening the EA degree. This guy was a fellow craft coming to monthly degrees, you know, open our monthly meetings open on the fellow craft degree like this you showed that you wanted to be here you've already been traveling uh you're you're gonna be a great addition we're lucky to have you i, pre I really yeah. and i hate this night shift thing because i can't be as involved as i want to um but i was actually talking to brother phil uh the other night after the meeting he was trying to get my grand lodge set up and he he messed it up and and I had to leave because I had to get back to work. But uh, I, I told kudos him, to your work for letting you 
dip out for two hours to go to a monthly meeting. Uh, yeah, and that that's that was one of the things. Uh, it was kind of a shock. I, I threw it out there, and they're like, yeah, this is a big change for you, you know. Uh, obviously, if uh, we're not in a good position at work, I can't leave. But um, if things are set up, they're like, you know, you can dip for an hour or two. Yeah, exactly. Um, and things, you know, things went well. And uh, But uh, I plan on probably joining the York Rite once I get back to normal people time and uh can can dedicate myself to the work and to the to the law did you, know? you see i posted on uh, the indiana freemasons uh facebook group so i've been asking all these questions about the bodies lately and uh like i'm gonna join the york rider the scottish right shriners i've there's interest there but it, it's the dues fees and everything else is a little bit too high for me right now Shriners is a great organization, and I'm not going to badmouth any of the, you know, the, the four bodies, you know, the Shriners, the Grotto, either of the rights. But for me, the next step is to uh, join one of the right bodies. Blue Lodge is always going to be my focus. You know, I came back. I've been back 11 months now after being away eight years. Like, Blue Lodge is my passion, but I need something more. So I've been back and forth, and it's everybody's giving their own opinion and I just wanted information. And, uh, I think I'm going to later this month, go ahead and petition York. Right. So that's the next step for me. And I'm super excited about that. Uh, yeah. And I look forward to it. You know, um, I know when I, I, I was showing up to monthly meetings, a lot of people are like, Oh man, this, this is great that he's showing up. And you know, this, this was, you know, typical, typical Mason gets his master's degree and he just poops. Yeah, and I'm, I'm kidding. Sometimes it happens, though. You know, some of them. I mean, we talk in lodge how we have very a lot of outstanding inner apprentice and fellow craft degrees. They just they stop coming to lodge, you know. And some of them are just probably so they can say that they're a mason. And you got members and you've got dues payers. Yeah. And I was a I was a dues payer for a the last eight years. Now I'm back to being a member, and I enjoy it. And it's one of those things, you know. Your schedule was was different i you worked know, night, you, shift you worked night shift for a long time for a long time so it's hard to really get to lodge uh because business is done during the week uh and um with the exception of kudos uh, to evansville you know yeah. they've got one of the one of the very few night shift lodges around the state of indiana like i didn't even think about that at the time like if i really want i could have petitioned down there you know and been a dual member like that that kudos to an organization in a big city like evansville which we're only an hour away from to, to set up a lodge that does everything during the day for all the people that works night shift. Like if I would have thought clearer at the time, I, w- I would have just petitioned over there and been a dual member. Yeah. Yeah. And I've thought about that, but you know, and I promise <laughs> we, we missed it. We both missed it the other day. There was a, there was a, uh, a degree at daylight lodge down in Evansville, which is about an hour from where me and John live. And, uh, like I said, they're a night shift lodge. So they had a degree at Wednesday morning and, we just, he came home from working his night shift job and he fell asleep and didn't get back up. And then I was like, well, I guess he's not going. So, so I, I ended up getting involved with something else, but, uh, I promise, you know, since you're not going to be able to see as many degrees when I, I get wind of anything daylight, we'll go. Yeah. So you can still get your fix. Yeah. I gotta have it. You know, it's, it's been, <laughs> it, it's, it's depressing when you don't get to go, uh, around and help, you know, um, part of being a mason is part of we're called to be travelers you know we're that's what wayfarer means you're a traveler and um 
So uh, that's that's part of our duty to travel and help other lodges and brothers and um, we're a small lodge and you know we usually get plenty of help and I want to make sure that other brothers are supported and uh, getting the help they deserve. Um, what did I what did I tell you? We were talking not that long ago. I don't. I don't travel to other degrees just to watch. I travel to work. Now, if, if, the, if they don't need anybody, then sure, I'll sit on the sidelines. But I always go to volunteer. And nine times out of ten, I ended up doing memory lectures. You know, that's what I like to do. I like doing memory lectures on the first two. I don't do a lot of work on Master Mason degrees because I'm one of the people I like to sit and watch that degree because of how beautiful and rich in symbolism it is. But we're going to, we know we've got an upcoming Master Mason degree here at our lodge in, you know, two weeks. And uh, I'm going to participate in that one because I want to. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. So we, you know. Yeah, this will be, uh, hopefully if I can get the time off, it'll be my second one I've seen. Uh, I went down and uh, watched Brother Gerald. We watched his fellow craft uh, back a few months ago. Um, and I got to watch his Master Mason. Uh, and uh, the, and. What really sucks about being on night shift, I wanted to go down. They've had a, they just had an apprentice, and one of his sons was going in. I, I wanted to be there because I knew that was going to be special for him, and uh, really to you know to support that brother, but you know support you know new all you know brothers as well. So now you're dependent on either taking a day off so you can go degree work during the day at Daylight Lodge or weekend degree work. That's what you're... That, that's where I'm at. <laughs> and uh, sadly, because they... It can still be done, but it's it's hard. It's, it is. It's it's hard getting up after you work until 1.30. And then I usually don't get to bed until 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning just right. because... You, you got to unwind. Down. You have yeah. to unwind. Um, and so, uh, yeah. And it, 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 was, it's, it was a big part of my life. And then I feel like it kind of got pulled from me. But I'm glad I still get the monthly uh, meeting time. Uh, just to be with the brothers and that really is awesome you know i'm not going to say where you work at people if they know us personally they can figure it out but you do work for a good company and for them to be like hey look you made a big change for us go ahead dip out two hours go to your meeting come back that's pretty nice little yeah obviously is. you had a clock out they're not going to pay you for that time away but still that's pretty oh. nice oh no i actually yeah no I'm salaried, so. Oh, that's right. I forgot yeah. about that. You're salaried now. Yeah, uh, but I am honest to it. Um, you know, I uh, something many, like that. I go back on a Friday or something like that. How many people's in there on nights when you're in there? Uh, they're with me. And how many people's in my the whole facility? There's like nine of us, I believe. So um, there's me and my assistant, and then we got seven subordinate people that report well, to us. You're in charge of the whole thing. I'm in charge of the whole thing. There you go. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so it, I, I did get something out of it. Uh, I remember when they wanted to start the night shift, they they just wanted me to run the machine that I ran during the day, and I said, "That's there's nothing in it for me. It's not worth it for me. I can run the machine during the day." You know. We spent all spring and summer talking about this when him when I would go to his house to study. He's it's like, I don't know what to do. He goes, it's a good opportunity, but I want to make Lodge. And now you're getting both. So I'm getting both, and I, I was glad of that um, because I honestly, you know, I'm, I miss time with my family too, and um, that's depressing enough. But uh, I take this brotherhood that I joined, and it really depresses me when I know I can't participate in things. And uh, I know that may not make sense to people that aren't Masons, but I promise you this fraternity um, means that much to me. Um, 
and it's a lot of fun, you know. It's just not about the food you get to eat, you know. It's about the That's friendships. the whole reason I came back. That's what I tell every every degree when we go at the end. That's what I – I just came back to eat. Yeah. <laughs> One less meal we got to cook this right. week, okay? Uh, but, no, I think uh, developing friendships and uh, camaraderie with other brothers. Uh, I've met some really good brothers along the way, and uh, it's always a pleasure to go travel and see them, you know. Um, especially you know the ones that you know I had some people that were here for all three of my degrees and that were not from our lodge and uh, I don't know about other jurisdictions I know in excuse me I know in our part of southern Indiana uh, a lot of people travel if it's within two hours or something a lot of people will travel you know I got you on the the emailing list that's going out uh Grand lecturer for the state of Indiana, Grand Officer Jackie Ash, lives in Jasper, member of Line Lodge. Jackie sends out an email of everything that goes on south of Indianapolis or south of Bloomington. I got you on that so you could see because I was on it. And then I got you on the email that comes out from Michael Pettigrew. Shout out Michael. He's a great man. From every degree going on, everything Masonic going on in the entire state of Indiana. You know, and uh, I like to travel. I do. I really like to travel. I'm um, starting to now. I mean, I traveled a lot. In the first the first five years I was in, man, my grandpa took me everywhere. And uh, you know, I, you know, I, I didn't I didn't tell you this, but uh, you I, I know you seen my Facebook post a couple of weeks ago, last week, where I was talking about you know, I thought when I first came back I was doing this in memory of my grandfather, and then it took me until uh, probably about the time I started mentoring you, uh, right after you took your first degree in April, that I realized I was doing this for me because I wanted this. And uh, I do. And now I'm, I'm in pursuit of something else. I, you know, Blue Lodge is going to be where I focus, but joining, most likely it's going to be the York Rite. Scottish Rite can wait. It's most likely going to be the York Rite. Yeah, and... The reason why I'm leaning towards York Rite, I actually got the chance. Um, it was a beautiful thing, but a sad thing. Uh, I was called upon to do a Masonic uh, service. Uh, I was asked to be the senior deacon of it, so I got to participate in it. Uh, and lay was out. that when I was out working in Iowa? Uh, yeah, it was when yeah, you were okay. out in Iowa. Uh, so, you know, I got there and I kneeled down, put the Bible out for that brother and that's a sad but beautiful experience all at the same time because I did it at my grandpa's funeral. It is, and I met a couple brothers, and I cannot remember their name because I'm terrible with names, but they were from his home lodge down in uh, Evansville, and um, they were both. They were father and son, and they were both York Rite, and, you know, they talked to me and said, you know, you really need to join the York Rite. He said, you know, he said, it's a, a continuance of your Blue Lodge education, and he said, you know, you learn a lot. Um, he said, you know, you, you learn how to earn your wages, actually, and stuff like that. And he said, it's a lot of fun. And uh, it, it kind of, it just picks up um, from where you left off in your Blue Lodge. And I think that's, you know, that would be, because it'd be easier to focus on that. Uh, whereas I heard the Scottish, right, you know, you, you start out some of the higher degree work and then work your way down. Um, Brother Randy Seipel, uh Grand Junior Warden for the state of Indiana, and you know Randy. We've met Randy a bunch of times over. Since I came back a year ago, he's probably uh, between him and Dave Morgan as far as the most influential men I've met in the last year. Uh, 
Randy told me, he said, you just got to think about this like you're going to college. He said, York writes where you go and get your history degree. Scottish writes where you go and get your philosophy degree. And I'm like, I never heard it broke down in such better layman terms. You couldn't have explained that any better. Yeah, and that, that's good to know, you know, and I think they're probably both as equally as important. But um. Oh, and, and what, something else that helps me and you is we've got a York Wright body here in Indiana. It's, it's out at Honeyburg, Dubois 520, or yeah. that's where they always meet. It's in, it's in that general area. It's where they meet. I think it's actually based out of our jurisdiction, based out of Evansville, I think, but they do meet at 520. Now, see, if you want to go Scottish Wright, we'd have to either go – and we live basically in the middle – It'd be about the same driving distance to each. We'd either have to go to Evansville to join the Scottish Rite, or the new, the George Rogers Clark Valley is up in uh, Corden, I think, and they're getting a lot of attention up there at that one in Corden, so that might be worth checking out. Yeah, and that would, that, that's still, that's actually probably about the same drive, maybe a little closer. I was going to say, it's, uh, it's about the same or a little bit closer uh, than Evansville. It's on the same time schedule, at least. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No offense, Central Time is yeah, wrong. Central Time is wrong. I know you Central Time brothers think we're in the wrong time, <laughs> but uh, sorry that you have to get up early when we have early degrees. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, wait, I didn't want that one. There we go. Just a little fun, brotherly love. There you go. And uh, I-, I tell you one thing that I've noticed um, – about this is because I've met people, you know, we got brother Jackie Ash that, uh, and brother Dave Morgan that I've met, uh, you know, Dave Morgan's the grand, grand senior, senior warden and, uh, Jackie's the grand senior, le- he's the grand senior lecturer. And, uh, how lucky are we to have some actual grand officers in our part of Indiana instead of everybody being up Marion County and North? Like exactly. how lucky is that? We are lucky and they come to lodge and, uh, both of them are very humble about, um, being in the grand line you know because it i look at it, it is a very prestigious thing that's and, that should be honestly and some i might take heat for this when whenever this gets released and we start getting traction in the masonic community that should be everyone's goal to be in grand line for grand lodge why do i say that simply because there's no honor higher in masonry than being part of your state's grand lodge and the revere that people have for you and the standard they hold you to when you get the purple, it's a, I'm sure it's a tremendous feeling, but you're responsible for helping shape masonry in your state. And in my opinion, I think everybody should strive to either get in Grand Lodge or hold themselves in like a Grand Lodge standard. But, you know, that's, yeah. that's my opinion. It, it, it's a great thing, you know, but I think my point there, they're very humble. You know, they're, oh, they're, very, honor, they're very honored to serve us in the Grand Line. And, uh, you know, they don't treat you any different, you know, uh, you're, you're still a brother. And that's the great thing about masonry. It don't matter how high you are in masonry, what degree you get to, because technically the third degree is, you know, that, that's what's required. That's the highest degree. The others is just history lessons and stuff that kind of fill in the blanks for you. And, uh, no other Mason is better than any other Mason. And, uh, you know, that's, what's great about this organization, um, Maybe there might be some people, the egos get in their way, but you know, other than that, I haven't really met a brother like that. So, and that does happen. Ego, unfortunately, uh, we strive to be perfect, but just like before your services, before God in your everyday life, nobody is perfect. You're gonna, you know, we are human after all, 
and humans error. Yeah. That's, um, you know, sometimes I think, you know, people like that, they have good intentions, but, uh, it may become across as ill will. Um, but I, I hate hearing sad stories of things like that. So, um, let me ask you a question. When you decided that you were going to petition and you did it, uh, how did you deal with, because you had family involved in masonry like I had. You know, I'm a third generation mason. You've had family in masonry. What did you think about all the stereotypical things you had heard about the organization? You know, because you know, there's a lot of people out there that think we are the most god-awful people on this planet. You know, I didn't look much into that. Um, you know, I, and I didn't know a whole lot about Freemasonry, I'm going to be honest. Um, I knew simple things, you know, it may seem silly, but the, you know, the movie National Treasure, you know, yeah. it's uh, kind of surrounded, you know, around uh, the Freemasons. I love that movie, by the way. Yeah, I do too. Um, <laughs> and uh, it's one of those things, but I just kind of looked at the general scope and realized that it's an organization that the teachings are dedicated around godly things. Exactly. And... I get, and you know, since I became a Mason, you know, I've seen YouTube channels, you know, talking, you know, about how bad Masons are and people that were supposedly Masons. I don't know if they were or not. I cannot deny or confirm if they were, but just talking bad about, they were, they were prior Masons and they were talking bad about the fraternity. And You know what that is? That's people that's got kicked out for some nonsense and they're just going to gonna throw shade can i can i interrupt you and bring up a point about that real quick oh yeah go right ahead. so you know back in may right after i started my new job working from home i got flexibility they asked me to go and be uh i went to grand lodge and i was uh nick's uh, uh proxy proxy yeah so i was proxy because i was junior warden senior warden couldn't make it master couldn't make it so me being junior warden i was proxy so one of the things that I had forgot about Grand Lodge is uh, they bring up all the cases within the last year of people that's been suspended by Grand Lodge and their offenses and whether this person should be admitted back in, this person should not. Uh, there was a case of uh, a, young, a young man, and I, I have my book from Grand Lodge still this year. Uh, just a terrible case. Uh, it was, a, it was a northern lodge, a little bit north of Indy, maybe an hour north of Indy. Uh, young man had been suspended by Grand Lodge. He, uh, I don't remember exactly the details of what happened, but for lack of a better term, he, he got into a, a he said, she said contest with his lodge on Facebook, with his own home lodge on their Facebook page. And of course, the home lodge, and I really wish I could remember where this was at, uh, they were doing the right things, you know, keeping a, a square tongue and everything, keeping everything good. This guy kept throwing shade, and finally he got mad, and uh, he let loose a couple of racial slurs or something, and then Grand Lodge suspended him. So you would think after this happens, this guy's like, you know what, I messed up. I'm a Mason. I need to get myself back in check, get reinstated, issue a formal apology, be done with it. You would think that would be the next logical step. This guy proceeds to throw Grand Lodge under the bus, saying that everybody in Grand Lodge was sleeping with the three women in the secretary's office, just saying there was sexual favors being traded for Grand Lodge, just the most god-awful. And 
the reason I brought that up is because you was talking about, you know, some of the non things that are said by ex members. And I just immediately thought of this guy. This would be the type of guy that would be on those documentaries. The, uh, the funniest part about all this though, is that this guy had the gall to, after all this was happened and then he's, you know, made his accusations against the grant. He had the gall to petition grand lodge to reinstate him with a simple letter that said, I'm sorry for what I said. That was all it was. I know you the look on your face right now. Like, yeah. like not only did you make so many mistakes, but you issued like the most insincere apology ever. It's like, Hey, sorry for what I said. Yeah. Didn't he say he would recant all of his statements too? Yeah. If, if yeah. they reinstated yeah. him. So that, that's the type of guy that would show up on these documentaries. You know, it's just, yeah. And that, and that's the type of guy that gives us, I mean, he's no, he's no longer a brother, so I'm you know I know we're supposed to keep a square tongue, and I'm taking the high road here, but I'm you know throwing a, a share a hair bit of shit. This is the type of guy that's on these documentaries. This is the type of guy where people get these notions about our fraternity. Yeah, and I tell you though, um, and this guy went on you know about how they're satanic ritualists and how some of the symbols are satanic. And I'm like, you are crazy. We sacrifice goats. I've heard it all. Yeah. You know, and talking that, you know, uh, high ranking, you know, members in masonry are, you know, linked to, you know, a child, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I said, you can't, you know, hold a whole fraternity, you know, in this case, you know, maybe there was some, but you can't hold a whole fraternity responsible for some of the bad apples. They're all mad because they want to know where the treasure is on Oak Island. <laughs> yeah. They, you know, they, we don't know. We don't know. Um, because I promise you, I wouldn't be sitting here doing this podcast <laughs> if I knew where it was at. I would probably have my own island. Okay. I can promise you that I have learned no secrets of any secret treasures. Um, the, 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 <laughs> one, of the, one of the most important things that was said to me, uh, the chair you're sitting in right there, Ron Wiseman, our treasurer, Ron's dad sat in that chair right there for like 15 years. And the very first thing he said to me the night I took my entered apprentice degree in this very room in October 2007, he said, you're going to learn one thing. He said, we're not a secret society. We're just a society that's got a couple of secrets. He said, anybody's got any questions, we'll tell you everything we can within reason. Yeah, and it, it's about, you know, um, when you first come in, it, it, it's about if it's about being sworn to secrecy, and uh, and it, as you progress through the degrees, um, you learn why you're, you know, keeping secrets is important. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, and it's more towards your brothers. It's not because we have vast secrets about taking over the world. And I know that's one of the one of the biggest things that you know we're linked to the Illuminati. <laughs> And uh, we are. Do they really want? Do they really run the world? I mean, I don't know. Maybe never, they. You do. know, if they do, I would like to. I would love to join because I hear they're. They have no issue. If somebody can get me in contact with you, just kidding. Just, <laughs> just kidding. Better retract that. But yeah, um, you know. It, but the, that's just one of the several uh, things out there about us, and you know that that does not uh, reflect in any way. I, I can no. assure you that I, I I'm only been in a mason for less than a year but i can assure you that none of that is true i don't know where i would even anybody would even talk to the illuminati i I don't exactly you know what and if if there's some really rich masons out there that's linked to them you know 
that's on them. That's not that's not on every that's not on every person because people do lose their way. Uh, because you know we had a brother here that shared you know a pretty sad story in Lodge the other night about people not they they forgot their brotherly love uh, obligation the guy out for his non-payment of dues and he's uh you know that that didn't sit right with me either because you're supposed to be um you're supposed to do things to help people and this guy's you know been injured for a long time couldn't work you know served getting, his country served his country getting thrown out of his house da, 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 da. he's got medical bills and instead of them, they're just like, well, we're going to suspend you for non-payment of dues. He's like, no, I'll get them. I just need time. And other people in the lodge, and this isn't our lodge. This is another lodge here in the state of Indiana. You know, they, they offered to pay his dues, and they're like, no, he has to pay him. And then they suspended him for non-payment of dues. Well, when they suspended him, his son's like, for all intents and purposes, like, well, to heck with this. You know, you're going to suspend my... He dropped out. Yeah. And, and uh, th- he said the young boy that dropped out in support of his father was one of their better ritualists, too. Like, so they just, you lose an asset to your lodge. Exactly. And uh, that's not brotherly love. That's not brotherly love. And, you know, the unfortunate part, but what tells me about that these people were Masons for the wrong reasons. Um, because it's to, it's to wear the square and compass in the namesake. That's yeah. what they are. And, you know, because now that lodge is now being shut down and consolidated with another lodge. And uh, that's, that, that's just really sad, honestly. But when you treat other brothers like that, you can understand why that they probably are. And you, you do hear other brothers talk about how they're disgruntled with their, their lodge. And, you know, I, when I talk to somebody like that, uh, I'm like, you know, hey, our door's always open, you know. Uh, and uh, I'm we'll, proud. We'll get you a transfer. Yeah, I'm proud of our lodge. We do a lot of community service work. Uh, I haven't been a part of one of those yet, but I, I'm proud you to You will say, be next month. Yeah, we got our breakfast coming got our up. Three days, three days. <laughs> the, uh, the only sit-down restaurant in this town, there's two places to get food in this town, but one of them's the only sit-down restaurant in town. She goes on vacation every October, so we've that's become kind of our community thing. We provide breakfast for the town for three days on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday while she's out of town, and uh donation only and uh more we we uh it's a good thing the community really comes out sure some people come three days in a row for breakfast yeah and, so. and to the things that we do for funerals you know they don't have to have you know connections to the masonic lodge we just want to help the community out by letting them know hey we are here for you because you know at the end of the day we are a charity organization we do probably on average 10 to 15 funeral dinners a year and i half those are for people who have no connection to our lodge here or our chapter because we have an order of the eastern star here as well uh they have no connection to any of it and uh we just do those things for the community you're right we are and 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 i'm proud of that i'm proud that we are very active and I know some of that probably comes from the older generation in our lodge, but I hope us younger guys continue that tradition uh, when those brothers lay down their working tools because I think that's what kind of sets us apart from the bigger lodges in uh, Dubois County. Uh, nothing against the other ones. I'm sure they do stuff too. They do but, great stuff. They um, all do. You know, but uh, I'm just proud of that's what we do because you do not have to be masonically connected to us. For us to provide a service and you know not every family probably says hey yeah that's great thanks for putting on a meal you know or they want one you know some just they just want to put their loved one to rest and you got to respect that so um uh, that makes me proud um, to be a mason because 
we are a charity organization and I love to give back because I always haven't been on the <laughs> the great side of life and you know there was people there that supported me through those so uh, being able to give back now is uh, one of the great parts of this for me so I said I'm sitting here and uh, we're sitting here in the lodge room I'm looking around and we had our monthly meeting uh, Wednesday and I guess the star chapter uh, I guess they are, they went ahead and set the lodge up after our meeting for star for because the star meets twice a month they meet uh, the night before our meeting and then they meet one more time at the end of the month I guess they went ahead and put the lodge back for their star meeting yeah and I sit here and I wonder and I think about the star and uh, brother John was just talking about all the things we do for the community a solid 70 to 80 percent of that is done on the back of our ladies the order of the eastern star and don't take that the wrong way that's we're not demanding of them we're not lazy it's just these women are they like to help out and one thing that uh this lodge would be a lot different if we didn't have these ladies here with the star chapter helping us because they you know so yeah yeah i've been you know trying to get you've my been wife, talking to your wife about I, it i've ain't been you? trying to talk my wife into it uh you know it's not her thing uh, she's probably like i already spent enough time with you that's why i told you to go join the lodge <laughs> maybe me being on night shift might change your mind i don't know but. i got something cool i want to share with you so i took a trip to richmond last night richmond indiana uh the other podcast i run which i'm not going to say the name of it because i don't want it to be linked to this at all because i'm an idiot on the other one um we drove to richmond for our collaboration with another indiana-based podcast and the building that the studio we went into an actual professional studio this building is huge there is like 10 or 11 different offices and some of them are multi-room offices this building is owned in richmond indiana by the order of the odd fellows which you know are like the they're not a body of masonry but i've i've heard they've been considered like a i guess you'd call it like a air quote first cousin to freemasonry there's still a, uh, to my knowledge, the, the people couldn't tell me much about it. Of course, they seen the Masonic tattoo on the back of my neck sticking out through my tank top last night. So they knew I was a Mason. And they asked me if I could tell them anything about the Oddfellows. I said, I don't know a whole lot about the Oddfellows other than the backstory to them. I said, I don't know how many organizations still exist. And they're like, well, we see people in this building all the time. But it was it was really cool, and I took a picture of it on my phone. It was just to, to be standing there, uh, and it just I know we're we're jumping all over the place on this first episode. It was just baptism by fire, just trying some things out. But to to see that history there in that building, and I'm seeing things. I'm like, that's linked to masonry. Okay, that's linked to masonry. That's linked to masonry. And you know the funny thing about it, the building you could tell by the setup of it. It just it was eerily similar to this so yeah <laughs> so uh a question for you what what what's masonry mean to you brother what it's me what it means to me uh if you would ask me and you know me i gotta give long answers just because that's how i am so if you'd asked me in 2007 i signed i my grandpa brought me a petition i'll never forget my grandpa bought me a petition uh june july-ish of 2007 and up here at that time they went dark in july and august because of the heat the old time thing now we go year round uh 
if you'd have bought it then and I signed it and I took my first degree, I took my entered apprentice degree in October 2007. If you'd asked me then what it means to me, I would say I get aware of the square and compass and uh, connections with people. Which I was just working in a factory. I mean, I didn't know what kind of connections meant. And it would, and I would, you'd ask me a year later, I would say it's about time spent with my grandfather. My dad did, my dad don't go to Lodge much anymore. He might be here on the 21st. Uh, for our degree, but like my dad don't go much anymore. It was about more time spent with my grandfather. If you ask me now at uh, a freshly turned 35 years of age and somebody that's been in it 14, 15 years, what it means to me is trying to find a better me. Like I make no bones about it. Um, sometimes I post things on Facebook I shouldn't have. Sometimes I say things I shouldn't. With Sometimes I, I lose my focus for a little bit and I I shout a couple good things that can make a sailor blush once in a while, but I realize that I'm trying to be a better person. I still fail before God. I'm humble enough to realize that I can look God face to face and be like, I failed on some things. Whatever happens, I accept it. What masonry means to me is me trying to find the best version of me that I can. And I know I'm going to make mistakes and I just have to accept that my Ashlar it's not perfect. It's going to be rough, and it's going to be rough for a while, but I'm trying to get it there. And it took me, like I said, you know, I lost – my grandfather passed away one year ago yesterday. I was uh, – the first Masonic thing I had done since 2014 was be the senior deacon at his funeral services. I came back up the following month in October, three months before I met you. I came back up to this meeting – their monthly meeting i thanked everybody everybody was glad to see me like you don't have to thank us for doing a masonic service your grandpa is one of the you know a good brother of this lodge whatever then i decided they asked me if i wanted to go to agree with them for old time's sake the next month got out there i met jackie ash grand lecture jackie and my grandpa were best friends jackie knew my grandfather really well jackie's like well, we've got another degree going on up here next week. And I'm like, sure, I'll come back. You know, every time I tried to, I went up just to say thanks. I had no intention of staying. Every time I tried to get out, it's like, hey, we got something else going. Well, then it's like, well, I went to three degrees this month in one state of meeting, so why don't I go to one more? And then that's when I got voted into the South the next. So I've not been able to get away. And honestly, I say within two months, I stopped trying to get away because, and I didn't even realize it was happening. You know, and you've heard me talk to you about, you know, three years ago, you know, and I'm going to be as real honest as I can. Three years ago, I tried to take my own life and, and everything I've had going on and, you know, the divorce and uh, the foreclosure, the bankruptcy, just everything in my life. I kept searching for something because I was so wore down mentally, physically, emotionally. I was searching for something to anchor to. I didn't know what I was missing until I got back up here. And before I realized it, I found what I was looking for. And now, I mean, look at me now. I go to so many degrees. We're doing a Masonic podcast. I'm constantly looking for Masonic education and knowledge. I'm, you know, I'm spending hours upon end looking at things on the Grand Lodge website. I'm sitting there the other night at 3 o'clock in the morning Friday morning reading bylaws in the Indiana Grand Lodge Masonic book reading bylaws like who does that Mason so so but what it means to me is it uh other than my three children 
this is probably the greatest thing I've ever done. And what it means to me, and I'll say this in the most honest, sincere way possible. Masonry helped save and reshape my life, especially these last 11 months that I've been active again. That's what it means to me. That was a long-winded way to say something. but It is, but I, I think... It, it, there was passion in my voice. You could tell yeah. it's, it's sincere. It, it, it's one of those things, and once, once you get involved and... Uh, it, it's, it's honestly, and I don't want to use this term... I shouldn't use this terminology, and I didn't mean to cut you off. I shouldn't use this terminology because I don't want this to associate with this fraternity, but it's almost like an addict. Once you get in it, and you, you need a fix... And you know what I'm talking about because you've been on night shift for a month, month and a half now, and you, you know, you're wanting to see some stuff. Yeah, and and I miss it, you know, because there's you know local degrees, and uh, I want to go, you know, and it's just so I can, uh, you know, uh, talk to brothers, you know, and uh, help help uh, bring other great men into this great fraternity, and because uh, there's so many things great about it, and um, the the biggest thing is is the friendships and the brotherhood. You know, and uh, the guys that are in it, they they mean it. You know, uh, I haven't come across one that hasn't no uh, hasn't you know held fast to their obligation. Uh, you know, because uh, we've we've honestly you know we've got this uh, uh, we've been talking uh, within our own lodge. You know, we found out here a few months ago that we own a piece of land that we didn't know we owned, and uh, you know, there's a gentleman wanting to uh, buy it from us, and uh, you know. Uh, we don't know if he's going to give us the right asking price, you know, but, you know, uh, Brother Skinner was like, you know, uh, maybe we've thought about keeping it, you know, and a Brother Mason that don't have his own piece of land, you know, maybe we give it to him, you know, and uh, that's what this, this, that's what this is about. We look out for one another and uh, I will share a story. So I have this gentleman that works for me on my shift and uh, his father was a Mason and I'll try to keep his story short and uh, he thought it was really cool that I was into Freemasonry. Um, this guy's a combat veteran. Um, I don't know if he's ever going to be interested in joining the Masons. Uh, he's had you know a few issues in the past, so I don't know if it would disqualify him. Um, but it's nothing major. It's good that he's asking questions, though. Yeah. And uh, anyways, long story short, um, his mother was on a road trip in Maine. And... Uh, his dad being a master mason, you know, his vehicles had, you know, Masonic decal on it. His mother broke down, middle of winter, this guy comes upon her, turns out he's a mason, he recognizes the, the compass and uh, square uh, on, on the vehicle. He has the vehicle towed, fixed, put his mother in the hotel for two days, paid for everything and asked for nothing in return. And that's what brotherly love is, because this, this was a wife of a Mason, and we are called to not only take care of poor, distressed Masons, but we are called to take care of their wives and orphans as Widows well. Widows and orphans. And, um, you know, and, and I think that's great, because you know what? Some could just could have just drove on by. But you know what? He stayed steadfast to his obligation to this fraternity and to his brothers and I, I just think that's a great story and I, I know that any man that I'm in lodge with would do the same thing right you know uh, if it was in all their means um, you know they would do anything to get 
a brother Mason back on the road or somebody in their family back on the road. I'm going to, I want to share something with you. So, uh, there's a, there's a big Masonic conference. I found out about this in January and, uh, you know, I didn't go in April because I gave my two week notice. I've been, I was thinking all three months I was going to go. There's, there's a big conference on Masonic education that goes down every year. Uh, in the Midwest, and they alternate states that host it. This past year, it was in Kansas City. Next year, I think it's in Ohio. It's, it's called MCME. It's called the Midwest Conference on Masonic Education. It's like a three-day conference, fellowship with brothers, good food, lots of education, lots of teachings. And I was so heartbroken that I couldn't go because I, I kind of him hauled around. I was going to wait to buy my ticket to the last minute. And then I realized about a month before, right about the last time I needed to, to buy my ticket when the deadline was in, and I was like, well, I'm leaving in like a month, and I'll, that'll be during my two-week notice, so I can't, I can't go. Next year, I'm going to try to go, and if I go, God willing, if you want to go, we're going to go see it, because I want to see what this is about. Like I, you get on YouTube, you look it up, you get on Google and look it up, and you hear all these great stories that go down at this conference, and there's so many great brothers from from Grand Lodges and, and lodges in, under that jurisdiction, and there's like thousands of Masons in these places, and not one of them's a stranger. And uh, I would like to go. And the other thing I wanted to add, I just want to tell this for uh, the listeners whenever they hear this, for the yet-to-be-named podcast, by the way. <laughs> it's just it's funny that we're doing one. There's not even a name for it yet. We've, we've got a list of names. Like I said, us and Brother Todd, we're going to figure something out. And uh, Brother John might end up becoming, as good as he's doing, he might end up becoming a full-time member of the podcast, too. He's over there smiling right now. But the other thing I want to share, and John's heard me say this story. I've told it to him before. You know, this kind of circles back to what masonry means to you, but also kind of like what it's about. Uh, Back in November, and you know the story now. You heard the word November. So back in November, I was – two months into this being back thing or well uh, technically a month because i came back to our october meeting but i was like you know what i really want to go see a degree you know i was kind of there was i was the point when i was getting pulled back in and uh at the time we didn't work on fridays we'd work four 10-hour days three-day weekends so thursday nights would become if i wanted to travel night so there was a degree going on up in jasonville indiana so from my place in Jasper where I worked at the time, I was looking at about a two and a half, two hour, 45 minute drive. Get off work at four o'clock. Uh, there's one small shower locker room for the men and one for the women at work. So I, I took a shower at work, you know, full on, full on Crocs in the shower because you know how a metal factory is. So yeah. full on Crocs in the shower, taking a shower. And I got dressed, got my good boots on, my good jeans and everything. And I'm heading out. I hit the road. At the time, I was only on Jackie's email, which again, Jackie Ash was saving it. Jackie only covers everything Indianapolis and South. I was not on Michael Pettigrew's email yet. The, I get there to Jasonville, Indiana. I get there with probably about 30 minutes to spare because I drove fast, so I'd have enough time to eat, smoke a cigarette, whatever. It's dark. I mean, dark as night. And I'm like peeking around. And there's cars driving by. There was a... I don't remember what county I was in in Indiana, but one a county sheriff drove by looking at me real funny. Some of them are like looking, peeking in the windows. I'm like, I know I'm in the right spot. They didn't move lodges. 
So I call Brother Philip, you know, and Philip's connected with everything Masonic in the state. And he's like, oh, that degree got canceled. He said the, uh, the candidates, you know, his, his son broke his arm or something, you know, they, they, they canceled that degree. And I'm like, I literally was standing on a sidewalk in November in Jasonville, Indiana. And I'm like, I just looked up at God and I was like, really, really, really? The point being is that if that had been me when I first started, and you know, like anywhere between 2007 to 2012, I probably would have been like, screw this, I'm going home. I got back in the car, I took a minute, and I was just like, God, you're really testing my patience here. Something told me to pull out my, you know, and look at, you know. And then I found out that there was a degree going on up in uh, Riley, which is right outside of Terre Haute. But that was going to take me another 45 minutes to an hour to get there. If I left now, I, I would get there with maybe 15 minutes to spare. So I decided to haul, and I got there. And it was a Master Mason degree. And it got started late anyways because they were waiting on the candidate to arrive. So I had time to eat. And uh, when I told them the story of what happened, they all laughed. But you know what? Several of those brothers were like, thanks for coming. I'm like, well, you... You know, you don't have time. They're like, no, we, we, we thank everybody, but especially you. They're like, you, you made this young man's journey special because I was here, and I'm thinking, how did I make his journey special? Like, because it showed him what the attorney's about. Somebody's willing to go the extra mile. They gave me a coffee mug, told me to come back and see him. Got home about 2 o'clock that morning, slept till it was time to pick the kids up Friday. <laughs> but the point being. That's what this fraternity's about, though. I didn't give up because it meant that much to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, because most people would probably be like, okay, well, I guess I'm just going to go home, you know. And, and I looked at him like, I'm two hours and 45 minutes in, two and a half. Do I, like, do I really want to drive another 45 minutes to an hour? But then I was like, what else are you going to do? Just turn around, go home, go to bed? Exactly. And, you know, it, it's been that way, you know. I mean, one of the first degrees we got to go to together, you know, it got canceled the first time. The and candidate didn't make it. We drove down there for nothing. What we do, eat and fellowship with ex- brothers. Exactly. And, you know, and that, that, that's what it's about. You know, we had a good meal. We had good conversations. And uh, uh, I got to meet new brothers. And you got to catch up with brothers you hadn't seen in a while. Oh, and, man. Uh, yeah. Because uh, brother Doug Patmore Doug was Pat there. Doug Patmore there. Uh, Ryan Stroud, brother yeah. Ryan, whose uh, dad's uh, – member of uh newton stewart newton stewart yeah he's a member of george and he's a member just super not his brother just become a yeah yeah inner pronounced yeah i was i was gonna try to make that but i i didn't get to make it but making that connection you know brother ryan stroud ended up making my master mason and participating in it you know uh so uh that was really he's a cool. good man by yeah. the way yeah he is and um i want and i want to know you something and, and i i want you to know something and uh I don't want to get all sentimental, so don't make it weird on me, but you have made me not just a better Mason, but you've made me a better person, too, because I look at things a little bit different now, and uh, especially when it comes to everything we read in the book, but you, because of I spent so much time with you, I was lead on your investigative committee, uh, and I'll tell you right now, I came back after I talked to you on the phone. And me and you weren't on the phone, but maybe 15 minutes. Yeah. And I came back, and uh, everybody gave their report kind of, which I don't know. Did you talk to anybody else? No, you are the only person that called well, me. Well, I guess. And then, okay. So then I gave the report then, I should say. Yeah, because the other two were busy. That's what it was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because Todd. And Todd and uh, Ron. It was Ron, wasn't it? 
I no, he wasn't. I don't think he was on my investigative committee. He sat in the east for my EA because he called me after my degree and said, you know, he offered help and stuff like that in studying uh, if you didn't have time. But I honestly couldn't tell you who I was on because you told me. It was me, Todd. I can't remember who the third one was. Anyways, uh, they asked me, and I said, let's vote tonight. And then what we got to talk about, I said, I'm telling you right now, Philip talked to him that night. He came up to the lodge. I said he's come up like two meetings in a row to turn in stuff. Come up to get a petition, came back the next not the next meeting to return a petition. I said if he's here two meetings in a row picking up stuff and taking stuff, I said sign him. So we voted that night, um, and then they called you. Or we were sitting right here having the meeting. They called you. I didn't know you guys were having your meeting, but uh, <laughs> I remember he, uh, Philip called me and he said, you know, we we set your degree for this day, and uh, the rest is history. They were worried. I remember your uh, second degree. They were worried that I wasn't going to get back home in time for it because I was on the road working. I think I was down in Florida that week. Uh, I got back the night before, or the morning of, I should say, your degree. Yeah, you got back the morning of. And I went to bed, and everybody's like, he's going to sleep all day. But I got by God, I was one of the first few people up here that night. So, but uh, all right, man. We'll start to, to wrap it up here. I got some things going i need to do you got anything you want to add what's anything about mason or anything at all uh no uh, I, but anybody that hears this that's interested in being a mason do it it's going to be the best thing you ever done in your try life. freemasonry google it uh specifically uh if you're in the state of indiana you know uh i'm prejudiced but you know indiana's got one of the better grand lodges in the entire country i mean you can hear things about other Grand Lodge jurisdictions in other states, but Indiana's got one of the better ones, I I do believe. Uh, and uh, it's not you're not just a man, you're a Mason. So, uh, but yeah, uh, as far as this episode goes, <laughs> this was this might be a prelude episode or a uh, an intro episode because we we just you know he wanted to do one and then he left and then it was me and you and I'm like, well, I got nothing to do for a while. I don't have anywhere to be for a couple hours. I just got to go home and eat dinner. (laughs) (laughs) That's the best part of the day. Yeah. But, uh, all right. uh, So, I'm I'm really out of my element here because I don't know how to end this. So, I'll just say that, uh, you know, uh, this will be the best decision you've ever done. If if you're already in the fraternity, you know. If you're thinking about joining, you know, do. Definitely do it. Uh, I joined when I was 20. I guess my only regret is I didn't join when I was 18 because that's when you first can. I lost two years of it. And then I've lost, you know, eight years. I I did lose eight years of it, and uh, I've certainly made up for it. Uh, I've traveled a lot in the last 11 months, and, uh, you know. Uh, But all right, for uh, Brother John McEwen, I'm uh, Brother Jared Atkins, Bethlehem Lodge 574 in Birdseye. Uh, we will, <laughs> we'll, you know, we'll, we'll be back at a later. We'll, we'll date. be back at a later date with a with a name because we're still me. We're still kicking around the name, but uh, uh, we will talk to you guys soon. Thanks. Right, thank you.